irreverent, entertaining, cool. You're listening to LA Talk Radio. Listening to Sam in the Morning with Cherie right here on LA Talk Radio. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the show. Today is Monday, June 6th, and we're back with you. Hi, Cherie. Hello. Tomorrow is Election Day in California, folks. <laughs> like it really matters, right? But uh, if you're a Republican, it obviously doesn't matter. But if you're a Democrat, I guess uh, Bernie's still not giving up, huh? No. Yeah. He's a fighter. Yeah, he's a fighter. But from what I heard, Hillary only needs about 27 more delegates so, uh, to win. So there you go. Yeah. Yeah, so not much is going to happen here. And like I said, it's always like that. By the time it gets to California, we're one of the last ones. The decisions have already been made. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is correct. Yeah. So did you have a nice weekend? I did. You did. <laughs> always giving me that look and hesitation on I know, Monday I mornings, say, folks. It's always what's the usual, yeah. plead the fifth. It's like, yeah, pleads the fifth. I, I, I can't imagine what it is that you do that you can't talk about. I mean, for crying out loud, if you go drinking a lot, okay, I can understand that. Uh, if you go dancing, I can understand that. If you go eat a lot. I mean, what else do you do other than that? You know, that's partying. But if you're going you, to swingers parties and things like that, we don't know. We've already then, talked about all that, though. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just kind of had a chill weekend, hung out with some people, had dinner Friday night um, with a group of people. Um, nice. So you're a social butterfly. You socialize uh, a lot. Sometimes. That's I cool. I chose to be one this weekend. It was interesting. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Interesting is good, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing too. Man, no, nothing too although, crazy. you know, it used to be a curse to say to someone, have an interesting life. I think that's like a Chinese thing or something. It's supposed to be a curse? Yeah. Oh, well, then don't say that. Say I will say not say else. that. Use another word. Well, you said interesting. Oh, well, tell yeah. me another word. Like something. <laughs> let's make one up right now. I don't know. It was intriguing. It Intri- was exciting. Oh, I like it intriguing. Was... That sounds a lot more sexy. Right, exactly. Oh, not, yeah. I can't use that word anymore. It's <laughs> like I have it. Intri- it was very intriguing, Sam. Yeah, okay. Sounds good to me. Well, we won't press too, too much, folks, but you can always send her an email. Yes, and, you can. And try to press. You may find to out. Get, to get the information out. <laughs> So in a few minutes, we uh, we have uh, two special, uh, very special guests in the studio. It's going to be very, int- well, interesting show, huh? Yes. Well, there you go. <laughs> Intriguing show. Yeah, there you go. Well, we're not, you know what? Let's just ignore the Chinese thing and just go back to interesting. Okay, okay? yeah. Interesting is a good thing. Yeah, if you don't believe, what do they say? <laughs> <laughs> so, but interestingly, you're talking about uh, socializing and stuff. They're saying at a certain age, people start losing friends. Do you know what? I, th- I would guess? believe that. Yeah. Can you guess about what age that would be? <gasps> what? Uh, they're saying 25. I can. That, I think that's true. Really? Because I think there starts. you start to find yourself more and you start to not want to deal with the bullshit. There's so many. I have tons of acquaintances, right? Like mm. acquaintances. And I could call and say, you want to go to this party? Easily, hands down. But there's not those friends. Those real friends, that are right? like, if you go to the hospital, God forbid, or like someone you can just actually sit down, have coffee with, and just talk and have a great time. You start to appreciate those things a lot more. Right. I mean, at least I do anyway. And so, and, and you also see who's not going to sell you out. Yeah. Versa. And so you just 
kind of grow out and, of, of all that bullshit. Yeah, absolutely. So your friends do change. Yeah, I know. Well, we get kissing and hand holding oh, and everything. Wow, I know. I'm like, that's what's a first happening year. right now? I'm excited. I gotta tell you, eight years I've never seen that. In I here mean, we're before. talking about losing friendships, and they're like yes. all like having love sessions. It's great. Yeah, but public show of affection—that's always a good thing. I love that. So we talk about like like if it either annoys them or doesn't. I think it's so sexy and it's yeah, so right. sweet. It, it kind of it's like um, yeah. it makes you I know feel there's like hope. It. You guys just gave me a glimpse of hope. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hopeful. <laughs> that was cute. Yeah. Well, maybe we. Maybe our guests can help us with the fact you've never been in love. I know. Maybe we can get some. That's uh, true. Because that they're well-traveled thing. guests, you yeah. know. So we'll see. Maybe they've seen things we've never even dreamed of, you yes. know. Yeah. And, and I don't know if we can jinx things or not. Like, what if you like someone or you met someone, but you don't want to say anything? That's true. Yet? Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to. No, I know. I know. Uh, but, you know, interestingly, what they're saying is, is that uh, after the age of 25, well, the age drop... Uh, uh, I mean, the friends drop, and uh, but they're saying men and women are socially promiscuous in their early 20s. Okay, so socially promiscuous, so they don't mean sexually. They just mean people are very social in the early 20s, and then they start, you know, going so through the stuff. I can see that, though. I mean, I can't speak for everyone, but I, I myself understand that. Yeah, Because yeah. I remember going to, like, everything, all these, and, and now, like, honestly, it sounds really sad to some people, but I enjoy it. I like staying home sometimes. I, yeah. I, well, a lot of the time. Yeah. <laughs> and I like like just chilling at my place. And, and yeah. when you're young, you feel like you have to go or you're going to miss something. Yeah. It's not true. The, yeah, yeah, that's true. But they're somehow in a hurry when you're that young, you know, yeah. so you don't know. But uh, at any rate, yeah, so and, and another thing they're saying is women lose friends at faster rates than men. Yeah. That's very interesting, I right? I can believe that. I, I yeah. find like men, uh, well, women tend to hold grudges a little bit more than men do. Okay. But I, I think they also, I mean, would you say, I've seen this in men where once they get into a relationship, they sort of like let the friendships kind of fall by the wayside. Not a lot of people. Even with women, yeah. though, too, though, I've, I've seen that. Right? One of my friends, you know, I, I love her to death. I'm very happy for her, but she doesn't know how to balance her social, um, you know, life, or life whatever. And, and also with friendships. I mean, she totally just, and I hope it works out with this guy because if it doesn't, she can't just come and be like, oh, hey, right. she'll be left on? without like, anybody, right? And I, I wouldn't want to be that way but at the same time life keeps going on and you have to still communicate with your friends even if you don't see them just be like hey i'm thinking about you yeah. how are things with you right she'll never call and be like how are you it's always do 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 about the boy right and that's it yeah and um yeah that kind of sucks yeah it does but that's okay yeah yeah all right well we're gonna bring in our guests right now Yay. who are totally in love we i'm gonna find out how long they've been together because uh that's amazing. Okay. Oh, cool. All right. So I was just given some more material. Uh, so we have uh, Daniel Tyler Plunky, right? Am I saying it correctly? You said it perfect. That's cool. yeah, well, I That's had an inside uh, information. Yeah. You'll have to get a little closer to the <laughs> yeah. mic. There yeah. you go. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, your wife, Mai Segev. Welcome to the show, Mai. Thank you. Thank you for being here. You guys are awesome. And we also have the publicist, Cheryl, here. And uh, she's uh, she can't stop with the pictures. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I know. I wish I would have liked so 
of people, you know. Today, man. Yeah, I mean, she's nervous. got like a whole series of cameras here, every size possible, just to make sure we don't miss a shot. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Daniel and Mai, thank you so much for joining us this Pleasure. morning. Thank you for having us. Of course. So, uh, I mean, I just get a feel for you from you guys. You sp- like, you spent seven years in Southeast Asia and everything. We'll talk about that. And the Middle East, of course. And, and, and who knows where else you've been. Maybe to the moon, right? Is that on the, on the itinerary? Daily. Daily? Daily? To get to the moon. (laughs) (laughs) No, have you guys, um, like, before you met, were you travelers before that? Yeah. Yeah, so you were traveling, and so you guys were probably met on your travels, didn't you? We met in India. Really? Actually, we met on this one little town in northern India called Rishikesh, and we met over and over and over and over. Really? You ran into each other over and over and over and over and over? And we didn't get it either. (laughs) Really? And then we kept meeting over and over and over. Wow. And then were you like the only like Caucasians there or what? No, No, it's actually a a very touristic place. It's really? the self-acclaimed uh, yoga capital of the world. Yeah. Wow. So it's sort of like fate was pushing them together, right. even though they were blind to each other in the beginning. Well, how was the first <laughs> meeting? Like, how did you guys? The first first time you saw oh, each other. Oh, she loves to tell that story. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to hear it. So um, I was in Rishikesh and I left, and uh, for no apparent reason, like for no logical reason, I decided to just come back. And I hopped on a train, and I didn't have the right ticket, but I like I didn't care. I had to get there. And I got there, and I was um, crossing this bridge, and um, I met a friend that I met in Rishikesh a few months earlier when I was there. I haven't seen him, you know, since I left. And we were standing and talking, catching up, and uh, this guy passed by, and he introduced us. And it was such a meaningful meeting that he doesn't even remember it. And I didn't care. (laughs) (laughs) And then we met again that night, and then we met again a few days later, and then we met again a few days later. Wait, well, accidentally or through? Oh, accidentally. I love that. It was over the course of, what, five, six months or something like that? No, five, six weeks. Five, six, five, six weeks. weeks. It must wow. be a town with three streets. I mean, I can't right, imagine. Like, yeah, Unless you had the angels up town? there saying, come no, no, on, it's guys. A, it's, a, right it's, a it's a small place. But yeah, we, but like, still. I left, came back. He was there. He went somewhere. I that's back. amazing. I was there. Yeah, so that's destiny, obviously, for you. Now, when did that happen? When did you guys meet? 2008. 2008, so that's Aww. eight years already. Mm-hmm. Wow. And you guys are still kissing in public and everything. <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah. Our, wish our, that upon our, ourselves, huh, Sheree? Our tired. relationship has one, been one of those relationships that's actually grown um, through the relationship. It wasn't a love at first sight. It wasn't one of those, you know, Hollywood depiction stories. It was. It was. We grew through our relationship. Wow. We, was it like a spiritual so, connection? You think, in a way? I mean, obviously, you both went we, to we India. We like to probably. call it our, our 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 souls were dancing, but our patterns were stopping us from from wanting to, <laughs> to yeah, go right? to those places. <laughs> yeah. Because, uh, you know, we were actually working music together for a whole year before we even decided to get into a, a committed relationship. Oh, and, wow. and even so. that was a logical decision. Yeah. Like we can see that we have the same views on life, same right. views on the world, same yeah. Yeah. way that we want to live. And we're like, okay, let's let's give it a go. Like and, a partnership. And for one year, mm-hmm. uh-huh. for one year, no matter what happens, we are not mm-hmm. breaking up. Mm-hmm. Wow. And at the end of the year, we'll decide 
You see, Cherie, so you don't have to fall in love at first sight. Work I don't on believe, it. Uh, yeah, but I know, I understand that. But <laughs> yeah. some of the, the people I've met, I don't want to work on them. Really. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Well, yeah, I mean, first of all, it's a decision that you want to work. Yeah, you know? I mean, right. that's the first. That's the hardest decision to make. I mean, it took me thirty, you know, thirty-two years to even want to start to work. Right. Yeah. You know, wow. and then you start to work, and it's just like you know the relationships. I mean, we have practices. We have weekly practices. We have weekly date night. We have a weekly you know time that we get together and we share intimacy and really connect with wow. one another and this i mean for any relationship to truly be at that place of mm. of the hollywood story where everything is beautiful roses it takes work yeah. Absolutely. it takes work wow. it takes daily in and out and you know well, but i think it's out. important yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no yeah. yeah but you know it's also important that you guys say and i think this is so true and i'm seeing this more and more that you need to have the same ideas and outlooks on life and the same yes and i wouldn't say goals but the, the same That's a foundation yeah, absolutely. yeah values That's important. i think and then you're going right. to want to work with that person because yeah. you you have the same vision and that's that's interesting. And, and I'm gonna make it a little bit um, clearer because we don't necessarily like the same thing or like to do right. the same thing. Like Daniel is very active. Mm-hmm. My favorite activity will be to snuggle on my chair with a book. I got you. That's yeah. about as far as Nothing I want to walk. That. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, he's all into like juices and healthy food, and I'm like just give me coffee. Yeah. And right. Preferably with chocolate right. right next to her. <laughs> so you know, but the way that we see life, the way that we yes. think about having the, family, the deeper or, absolutely. Yeah. You know, yeah. the layers underneath you. Uh, I agree. Right, right. 100%. So now, let me ask you this. I'm curious. Now, politically, do you guys agree uh, or are you on opposite sides? Yeah, I mean, you agree. Uh, you have to, right? Have to. I mean, you can't have like uh, you know a liberal and a conservative, well, and especially Ar- if Arnold like Schwarzenegger and Maria. Like they're different, right? Yeah, yeah. they're different. I, but I, look, you ended up I with know, a man. I know, I know. I, I knew <laughs> you were to throw that in there. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I, I truly <laughs> believe that. <laughs> you, I mean, we're yes, we're on the same uh, politically as much as we could into it. But I truly believe anybody um, can be in a relationship with opposite political values if mm. they are able to communicate in a way that doesn't find them by those political right. views right. and and they can just see each other learn from each other i mean imagine if republicans could learn from democrats and democrats could learn from republicans because that would be nice the ideals from both sides could come together we would find a way to make this thing yeah, work. Yeah, and <laughs> maybe, maybe one day it's going to happen. You know, <laughs> yeah. well, but that's we'll keep working. It, yeah. So, uh, Daniel, you originally from where? Are you originally from right LA? Down the street? Really? What? Yeah, I, I mm. was. Uh, I was born in Canoga Park. Really? And then I grew wow. up in Locker Center. Uh huh. I grew up the other half in Agora Hills. Wow, wow, nice so area. Still in the valley, right flowing. outside the valley. And then I lived in, you know, Beverly Hills, Santa Monica for 10 years before I got that, you know, one-way ticket and went out to India. Wow, wow. <laughs> so that's cool. And uh, my you're from Israel. As well in Israel. So uh, proudly. Uh, yeah, I'm sure we're all very proud to be from there. Although I don't yeah. know why, you know, everybody wants to kill us, but there you go, you know. I have to tell you. These days, looking at the government, I am not very proud. No, huh? I know, I know. The place is a mess. But you know what? <laughs> at, least, oh, at, wow. least, at least it shows it's a normal Western country now, you know? I mean, yeah. We're dealing with all the same issues, you know? Yep. But some, some are very unique, and we're not going to get into that. But let me ask you this, Mai. Um, so at what point in your life did you decide you're going to travel the world? I know usually in Israel, it's right after the army and stuff. Well, I didn't go that, to the army. You didn't go yeah. to the army. Um, 
I didn't go. I don't blame you. I, I, work, I worked really hard to not go into the army. Really? Yeah. Well, you know, my dad. Actually, did. you worked really smart. Yeah. Yes, but I put a lot of effort in yeah. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, with me, it's like I didn't go either. And for men, it's very unusual. But I left when I was 16 years old. So and little did I know at the time, my dad didn't want me to deal with that. So <laughs> he got me out of there. But there was a lot of shit happening that he wasn't happy with. You know, this right. was back in the 70s. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, so I ended up here. But uh, so, so I didn't go to the so army. So you didn't go to the army. And, um, did you uh, go to college? Nope. You didn't go to college, so you got out of high school. I, I was actually, I'm actually, a, I was diagnosed as a gifted child. Wow. Um, and so I refused to take my final exams in high really? school because I didn't feel they were actually measuring my knowledge. Wow. And I refused oh, wow. to take part in it. Really? I did, however, attend so many courses in the university, just walking in to the professor saying, hey, I really want to take your course. Would it be okay? I'm not an actual student. Nobody ever said no to me, so anything from, you know, uh, I don't know, Middle Ages. Uh, um, History? Uh, yeah, medieval time uh, poetry to right. to astrophysics. I've done You've, you've <laughs> seen it all. Yeah. yeah. And, um, would That's you, cool. Would you have to take the test even though you weren't a student? I, no, you didn't, I didn't. You're not didn't required. Test, you would just, just go there and actually learn. She actually yeah. learned. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know what a I concept. Think? I know. Imagine that whole learning thing. Yeah. You know what's cool though? I bet, I, I think on a way, if you're not like pressure to take the test and all you and you take all that anxiety out of it and you actually just sit there and listen and learn i think that's a lot easier way to absorb the information don't you think yeah you don't have that pressure on you and have also you, when you don't have to take courses to meet a requirement right. you actually go you and go learn what you you're interested in yeah Boom. and then you find out other things that you didn't know about that now are interesting yeah. right yeah. and yeah. so that's at a young great. age they realized we have a creative type here we can't put her in a box right yeah, uh, yeah. Well. nobody's put her uh, ever <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you decided oh, the hell with I, this. I'm going to travel now. So I moved to New York. Um, I think I was 18 and a half. Wow, by yourself? Um, with my ex-husband. Oh, Uh-oh. wait, wait. Uh-oh. 18 and a half, she's married. Moving. No, I got married in New York. Oh, you but, got married in New York. But we moved uh, with that intention in mind, definitely. Okay. Um, and I got accepted to Lee Strasberg Acting Studio. Wow. Which, oh, which is what I announced that I was going to do, basically, when I was six. Wow. Um, and nobody listened? No, nobody listened. No, <laughs> you know, you're not, you know, there's so many talented people, and English is not your first language, and how can you compete? And I was like... I'm just going to do it. Mm. Uh, and I did. And when I got accepted, I realized I, I really don't want to be an actress anymore. Yeah, <laughs> I right. don't want to be anybody else. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. So I that know. was the end of that. <laughs> yeah, I know. Not everybody can be one. Yeah. I'm like, even if I wanted to be somebody else, I can't, you know. It's yeah. just like, let me be me, you know. But th- So that's interesting. So, uh, so you moved to New York. And uh, how long did you go to the school there? I didn't. As soon as I got accepted, I realized I don't want to do that. Oh, really? Oh, I thought after you went to school. <laughs> no, oh, okay. I, I got accepted. I did the monologues. I, I was okay. super pretentious. I did um, Ophelia going mad you yeah. know, in English. And, <laughs> yeah. and that's like the intense one. That's like where like the Marilyn, Marilyn Royal where a lot yeah, of people studied exactly. there. That's like a really... Yeah. yeah, yeah, those yeah. methods are interesting. So, <laughs> awesome. I know where your yeah. mind is right now. And so, I so at that point, I was like, I just, I didn't want to do that. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, Danielle, what you. were you doing at the time uh, before you left? While for, she was in New York? <laughs> yes. He was having dreams about her, his future woman. <laughs> and it definitely wasn't me. <laughs> what was I doing? I was probably in some 
bar <laughs> drinking extensively no, but uh, after high, destroying my life what? after high school what did you do did you know what you wanted to do at that oh point yeah absolutely not <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> absolutely Good. I knew what I wanted to do oh I wanted to be liked I yeah. spent my 20s like please love right. me you know right. and, and, and went out and you know I, I got involved in music when I was 23 it was actually a late bloomer with music mm. uh, picked up my first guitar at 23 and and then recorded my first album a few years later and went on a chameleon tour And but you know it was that typical wannabe rock star you know like yeah. Tons of drinking and drugs, and yeah, you know, girls. I, I was <laughs> I was yes, writing about things that were different, but I was behaving in a way that is quite typical of at least uh, that. Yeah, time but period. I mean, but give yourself a break. You were young, you know. That's what exactly. I'm yeah, no, it was fun. I don't regret exactly. any of it. Yeah, Trust exactly. me. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> Until I hit the rock bottom place, and that got oh uh, really? That yeah, got it. That got a little intense. Yeah, it, it can. <laughs> yeah. Now. Uh, so you grew up here in, in Canoga Park, and then you were touring, you said? You started touring and everything after that? I did one major tour, and it was called the Chameleon Tour. Okay. Or Please Love Me Tour. <laughs> um, and I went out, I released a couple of CDs um, when I was, I think I was 29 years old in 2005. I packed up a van, I bought, I bought this beautiful van. Yeah. Push button, you know, queen size bed <laughs> with the TV and the running lamps and the whole thing. I mean, it was just supreme yeah. plush. You know, you know how to live, right? And I just got yeah. in this van and I, I didn't book any shows. Right. I just went from town to town and I would end up meeting somebody. I would say, hey, you know, I'm on this tour. Right. Do you know any place that I could play? So I ended up in people's living rooms, frat parties, bars, festivals, clubs, I, I just everything. And I would meet one person. They'd say, hey, I know this person in the next town you're going. Like I had an itinerary wow. of where I was going. And they're just like, hey, I know somebody there. Let me call them and, and hook you up with a show there. So this whole journey <laughs> just ends up unfolding organically. And it was, it was amazing. wild. That, that's Daniel's amazing. life in general. <laughs> really? <laughs> I know somebody who can put you up and give you this and do that for you. And <laughs> wow, that's interesting. So you guys, you guys are like very kind of opposite in a way, Absolutely. right? Absolutely, I, that's a, but it's yeah. kind of, it works. It's like the yin and yang. I'm liking this. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just but trying. Yeah. I, I'd like, I'd like to see like what brought them together yeah. to India. I mean, had, how did you guys both yeah. end up we, there? Well, we were so both going to your, Africa. Yes. Oh, first. okay. So not, not together. But not even right. Knowing that's what that. I'm like, saying. Not, you didn't no. know it. You hadn't known each other yet. So we both were going to Africa. Yeah. Okay. So you were going to Africa deciding okay where I was in going Africa? to Africa I, I didn't even have a choice I just wanted to go it was a it was a concept it was an ideal right. I want to go to Africa, in Africa? You know? did, you, did you know where in Africa not at all not just, at all it was just I'm, I want to go to Africa yeah. it was the cool thing to do wow. you know age 30 like um, let's go to Africa you know because yeah. African music has always been really, really special to me. You know, wow. the rhythms, the beats. I'm a, I'm a percussive player, you know, so I uh -huh. really like percussion and drums and things like that. And, you know, I had a few African collaborators that I was collaborating with, so I wanted to go to Africa and be around the music. And then I got involved in this spiritual, you know, society called uh, The Art of Living, and it was 75% Indian-based. And that's what started to 
to move me towards the in going out to India. Right. On and that did you learn that, so that while you were shift. in Africa? I didn't go to Africa. Oh, you ended up not <laughs> no. going to Africa. Okay. It was the idea. I was going, was going to Africa. They were yeah. all going to go to Africa. That was the concept. Right. Okay. And, yeah. and you? What and were you going to do? I woke up about a month before my 30th birthday, and I looked at my life, and they were great. You know, uh-huh. I was living at the right part of town in Tel Aviv. I started the free hug movement in Israel. Um, you know, I had a great job that allowed me a lot of freedom. I was getting paid really well. And, uh-huh. you know, somehow I wasn't, like, profoundly happy for every day. Yeah. So I meditated on it for a while and I decided for my 30th birthday I'm going to go to Africa and volunteer with kids wow I called my grandma both are 30 what? isn't that interesting yeah, <laughs> I called my grandmother who has never ever in 30 years told me not to do something she's right. always like great how can I support you what can I do to help you and I was telling her, you know, I'm going to go volunteer with kids. And she was like, oh, that's amazing. That's great. But, you know, don't go to Africa. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh, why did you say Africa? Yes. yes. Amazing. So right. I went back to my meditation, came out with this sound that I could barely even pronounce, uh, talked to a friend. And she's like, well, say it and we'll see where it is. And I'm, I'm blurring it out. And she's like, oh, Rishikesh. Oh, my God, you're going to Rishikesh. And I was like, yes, I'm going to Rishikesh. Rishikesh. He's like, oh, you're going to India. And I was like, yes, I'm going where? <laughs> This high heel stilettos, tight clothes, full on makeup and jewelry and and all of that. I'm going, where? Wow. (laughs) But I did. I did. I I quit my job. Why? Just because you thought about it? It came to you in meditation? If I got the right sound and I knew where I was going, apparently the universe was taking me there. I'm going. And apparently it worked, right? I mean, you met Daniel there, right? Well, work, you know, I mean, I I got there at 5 o'clock in the morning. It was so foggy, I couldn't even see where you're (laughs) sitting right now. Wow. And um, I I can see the beginning of a bridge. Mm. I can't see the Ganga, the Ganges River underneath. Uh I can just hear the bridge going like... Oh, my God. And I don't like water. (laughs) And here I am with my backpack. I've never had a backpack. And flat shoes, which I haven't worn since I was 14 years old. So I'm walking on my tiptoes. (laughs) And I'm like, "Mm, I'm going to do it. One step. Stop. Take a deep breath. One step. Stop. Take a deep breath. Made it to the other side. And fog is starting to clear. And all I see are some cows, some monkeys, and sadhus, which are half-naked Indian men, (laughs) sleeping on the street. And I freaked out. But by 8 (laughs) o'clock, when the sun was shining, my heart just went... And I was home, and that was it. I never, ever wanted to leave. Wow. So this probably has to do like previous uh, life with soul being something. Can I say something? No one can see this, but it's so beautiful. When he was talking earlier, the way that she was looking at you, and then when you were just telling your story, the way that he was looking at you the way you look at each other it's really beautiful they just look at each other like adoringly when when each other and and that's That's the thing but you both seem very happy and content in your lives and I think that's important right yeah because I think one if one of the people is screwed up forget about the relationship you know I mean it's just not gonna go anywhere you should have been here for the whole eight years (laughs) yeah I know I know but it's taken us a while to get to this I know but if you get screwed up sporadically and alternately 
then the other person is there to be there you know I don't know and I, it's I, a decision I, I to move yeah. beyond it right. yeah. it's a decision to let it's go and move beyond and work through whatever it is right. it is a decision right and it's very important I mean I, I saw a headline that says uh, oh actually the cover of Time magazine this week uh, like why people how you should stay married and why you should mm-hmm. and they're saying that in general people are happier when they're married yeah. mm-hmm. you know so uh, yeah so that's uh, the situation uh, for those of you just <laughs> <laughs> so if, yeah, if you guys want to get married get married you know I'm after two of them I'm like okay well you maybe should, it doesn't then, work for everybody but then don't take each other for granted just because you got married right. that's right. what exactly. it's about yeah exactly. no that's true absolutely for those of you just joining us we're talking to Daniel Ponky and his uh, wife Mai Segev uh, Mai Segev Ponky obviously because you're married <laughs> she's a Ponky yeah <laughs> she's a Ponky she's, but you don't want to be a hyphenated type of person. I am a hyphenated. She's really? a hyphenated, hyphenated type of person. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I guess you do want to be. <laughs> Just wasn't willing to give up my other name. I don't. I don't blame you. I know. Plus, you wanna. Uh, you do wanna have the bond with your husband, so you take on the name. I get it. I, I mean, it and does she it. really want to be a my ponky? You know. Right. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> my ponky. Hey, my ponky. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So okay. So you. Uh, ended up in India and you went to India too okay and then yeah. now and I, I moved into a van before I went to India right and I lived right. on the on the on the shores of Santa Monica uh, really <laughs> oh they're like Pal- Beach Palisades so. Park Palisades <laughs> wow. Park prime real estate Whoa. I mean we're talking million dollar real estate here I had a corporate job uh-huh. you know really I was doing events in a yoga studio down the street playing yeah. three nights a week I mean it was one of the most productive times of my life <laughs> living out of that van and there was a there was a studio uh, um um not a studio, but uh, um, you know, one of those places where you go get the mineral baths and all that stuff. Um, like spa. a spa, a spa <laughs> that had a deal. The day I moved in, the, I moved in the van on January first, and that spa launched a deal on January first for the whole year of membership <laughs> for one hundred and fifty dollars. The spa was a block away from where I was parking my van, so my shower, Your no. shower was, was a mineral up. spa what? every single day. It was what like is the luck with the spa? So yeah. wow. he lived it up, right? That's amazing. <laughs> For a whole year, one hundred fifty bucks for a whole year. It was about yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. It was fantastic. That is so cool. It was. It was truly. How did you find out about it though? Like, how did it just? Oh, I was part of the yoga community, and it was next door to the yoga studio that I was actually doing the events at. So it was, you know, I I just found out about it. It was really easy to find out about it because I was always there. So uh, it was. It was amazing. It was one. I'm telling you, you know, (laughs) at a certain point, everybody needs to move into a van. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna try that. Listen, when right I grew now. up in I grew up in the 70s, and Chevy vans were like the hottest thing. I mean, there's a song yeah. called Chevy Van, and uh, we we'd have like uh, water beds in the back. Yeah, yeah, We play music on eight track tapes. I mean, you know, if you forgot, <laughs> oh eight track tapes appeared for exactly six months. You're, and giving, then they away, you're giving away your age here. Sam. I know, but people already age. know. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not hiding uh, anything. Um, Good. But the point Good. is is that, uh, okay, and we'll continue. I want to go back to your travels and everything, right. but let's work, uh, talk a little bit about your project. Uh, you're working on creating a brave new world. So tell us a little bit about what that is. You guys, uh, so you have background in music. Do yes. you uh, 
my dear back when I play it? people's nerves really well okay so there you go that's a great <laughs> instrument like to play right yeah no, you I'm, should I'm just very logical and I pay attention to details and apparently according uh-huh. to some of our producers I have a really good ear so I can listen to something yeah. and tell you if it's gonna work or it's not gonna work cool yeah. and you must be a fan of his music right or otherwise you throw him out the window <laughs> <laughs> well I, there are songs that I like more and songs that I like less. yeah well that's usually how it works you know yeah. we had a we had a mixing engineer here last week and we were talking yeah. about what makes people like songs more than others how you get tired of a song right it was very interesting it was you super know? interesting yeah so if you play it enough times they'll like it that's pretty much how it works right and then they get tired of it too if it's familiar <laughs> yeah. yeah I mean I, I tend to get tired of songs because I play them over and over and over I don't no, no it dep- if something's like really it like touches my heart or brings me back to a place or something like that right. and it's a moment no matter what I won't get tired of it. I might like a million like, times. Yeah, I'll play it a million times, and then I'll take a break from it, not because I'm tired, it's just right. other music comes into play. But I'll, I'll still listen to that song, and I'm like, yeah, huh. damn, that song. Because it just it's a part of you. <laughs> That's true. I mean, That's true, and yeah. It, and if it brings you back to that experience yes. over and over and over, this is what music our project does, yeah. This is what is our project about. is about. Oh, wow. Okay, oh. so let's <laughs> hear about it. It is about using music as an anchor uh, to empower anchor. And, and to transform lives. So this this particular album, um, Brave New World, the time is now, uh-huh. was recorded on this journey that we were on. It was it was a four and a half year uh, recording process. We worked with a different producer and a different set of musicians for each song on the album. And it's everything from acapella to classical Indian to orchestral anthems, hard rock, reggae. It's you just it's this musical journey with all these different styles. And over the course of the production, we were doing so much work. You know, between our relationship and then also I was in 10-day silent meditation retreats and doing tons of personal development work through Tony Robbins and, you know, all the great, um, you know, Eckhart Tolle and all these great masters of, uh, of human development. And that got translated both lyrically and energetically into the album. So this, this album became a transformational journey for me. So when we got to the end of the production of this record, it was like, okay, so this is what this was for me, but what's it going to be for everybody else? Because it's just going to be circulating through space. You know, Music right. is so much in our background of our society these right. days. It's something right. that we listen to in the back of the coffee shops. So like, how can we use this incredible anchor that music is that she was just talking about to transform lives so we created a personal development program that uses this music as an anchor to make changes in life you know Mm. and it's simple things like so this becomes your soundtrack for the transformation of your life pretty much right there you go because we were talking about how music is like the soundtrack of your life yes and and so you you're saying okay this is the transition we're offering you and this is the music that it's going to Exactly, and it works with healing frequencies. Oh, right! He was talking about the frequencies. Remember that? It was, yeah. So it works with healing frequencies. It works with empowering lyrics because lyrics affect your conscious and subconscious, whether you wear it or not. Mm -hmm. And you know, some of the top forty songs (laughs) that you listen to the lyrics. I, I mean. If I had a daughter, I would not want her to hear you a stupid hoe, you a stupid hoe. Yeah. Really? Stupid I don't hoe. think you'd like her. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't. No, you know? exactly. So, no, you're right. But it's there. 
Yeah. And and the woman objectification and the the fighting and the anger and the frustration and the I, violence and, and the then violence. The, and then the adolescent love themes like come on <laughs> yeah. let's grow up yeah. already I mean come on and that oh, and, and the lyrics are always the same you know like I love you I need you blah 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 I can't live die. without yeah. you yeah. yeah right you exactly. know perpetuating yeah. the insanity that is that is relational context in our culture it's right like, and it's not just the youth. Right. I mean, this is all across the board. And right. it's not People just pop and it's this. not just hip hop. Yeah. It's, it's, it's country. No, yes. it's in every, exactly. every yeah. form of yeah. music. And that's why it's, we're it's saying... It's rhetoric. I mean, yeah. It, I guess it does depend on generations again, and that's what he was saying. Because yes. I, I told him, I said, well, you know, I think there were better periods in music where... It, Music was more productive, let's say. Like, <laughs> like I feel the 70s. The, it was like, smarter. A lot of the classics were created in the 70s. Yeah. But then he says, yeah, but it's for your generation, you know. I mean, for this generation, it's the uh, uh, Beyonce and, you know, and, and Miley Cyrus and all that. And to them, these will be the soundtracks of their lives. Yeah. So, but, you know. But objectively, objectively speaking, I right. mean. The chord progressions, there are less chords that are using. The music itself is mm. less sophisticated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. what it was. I mean, but, uh, so no. it is getting they, less They do a lot of sampling, less. which is not creative, yes. which is not original. You know, you just... But then it's, uh, you know, it's not even like, let's let's not even shine the light on it. Let's just create something new. And this is what yeah. we're all about. It's like, right. let's change the dimension here, you know? Mm-hmm. And the reason why we're doing this creating a brave new world thing is that to bring people into an experience like let's experience music and this transformation together you know i used to play the bars the clubs the festivals all that the still the the attention that is given to the 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 listening experience is still half-hearted the people are on their phone you know having conversations whatever it is it's still it's still kind of this backdrop thing so when you go into a theater I mean, what's the first thing you think about when you, you go into a theater? Just tell me. Me? Yeah. Uh, well, I think about whether I'm going to see a hot chick or two there, but that's besides the, the point. No, really, I don't right? know. What turn do you off th- your right? phone. Make right? sure your phone's on silent. Right? Turn it off. Right? That's the first thing. Wow. Go to the bathroom and, and then make sure I don't think about the phone because my phone's on vibrate all the time. I don't worry about it. So. I know, but even So now you understand why still... my answer was that, okay? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. If, okay, if I didn't have vibrate on, okay, the first thing would be I think of the phone. The next thing is, are there any hot chicks around me? But still, <laughs> you have to understand, I'm a middle-aged man, okay? okay. After okay. two marriages, yes, I'm still alive. And but it, it's to, uh, more of setting the context of like, you know, we're in a theater. This is more, fo- this is more focused. focused. Yeah. No, Absolutely. No, the, for sure. The the uh, the project is called Creating uh, a Brave New World, right? The the project is called Full Moon Rising. The show we're putting oh, on okay. at the Warner Grand Theater on July 10th is called Creating a Brave New World. Okay. Full Moon Rising, is that what you mm-hmm. said? That's the name of okay. our music project, yes. Okay, awesome. So uh, I guess I'm confusing everything here, aren't I? <laughs> but uh, let's, you guys brought a couple of... Uh, uh, tracks here that I'd like to play. I'm really now curious to see what music he came up with. Now, uh, so the, so I imagine this is like a collaboration between you two. Is that how it works? Between us yeah. and also between the people that we worked with. Okay, so there's yeah. all so these every, other people Every song as well. has a different producer, different set of musicians, was recorded in a different place. Different place too? Yeah. Wow. How and cool a different is style. That, right? And a different style. Different countries too? Yeah. 
some different really? countries. Yeah, wow. I mean, it was India, Israel. There was a song in Egypt, in Sinai um, on the beach. Sinai, oh, wow. really? On the beach, yeah. Oh, and then wow. we had a few tracks that trickled over here to the United States when we were out there as well. Awesome. So okay, so we're gonna play now uh, "Inner Peace and High," right? <laughs> okay, I like <laughs> you that. Want, yes. You want no, me to? Uh, no, because the, the font bit? is a little hard to, harder to see. But yeah, yeah. Okay, and it's yellow. But uh, "Inner Peace and High," and uh, yeah, let's take a uh, listen to that. And see what that's about, because I'm well, very curious. Early one morning, I woke up snowing with the birds singing whizzing to me Where the sun was rising and the river was winding And I was just happy to be My friends came over to see if I was sober Cause the booze had been killing me And with the biggest smile and sparkle in my eye I knew today that I was free Because I, I realized A blessed way to get high when I Inside, and let all the thoughts subside And then the great cloud of the mind It opens up to the colors of divine And I find a universe inside Well each and every day I walk a lot leaping Cause there's life underneath my feet Well it's hard to believe But the storms they speak Of a world which we can't see Blessed earth, it blanishes its work To quench the hunger and the thirst in me And we walk around with the bottle frowns Thinking, God, how could you do it to me? Oh, oh, because I, I realize A blessed way to get highs When I, I go deep inside And let all the doubts subside And then the great cloud of the mind It opens up to the colors of divine And I find I'm one with everything Even the planets, moons, and suns And that's all I need to get high We are the change we seek in the world Boys and girls, brothers and sisters this is awesome. I'm gonna uh, fade this because uh, I don't. Uh, we're running out of time almost. So, uh, really? Yeah, yeah. I know oh, wow. you can't believe that, right? Because we uh, make it so friggin' enjoyable here. Yes, you do. <laughs> uh, that was great. <laughs> it is because you know now that you mentioned the lyrics. Now I actually yeah. close my eyes and listen to the lyrics, and I can see this is like your story, pretty much. I mean, yeah, drinking, finding out that you can get a natural high and all that. Get high stuff. of meditation, yeah. right? Yeah. There you go. Inside. Look inside. That's yeah. amazing. I know. Maybe I'll decrease my weed a little bit and, uh, <laughs> and, and try more has, medication. You know what's so great about it, though? I see you're saying about the lyrics are really positive, but the beats are great, and it, it, it has that uplifting. And I like it because it's a mix. You know, it's not like yeah. the same. Like, well, you have to you have to get deeper into the whole album. It's, oh, it's a I'm very <laughs> dynamic <laughs> journey. There's songs that have that kind of uplifting, but then there's also songs that take you into a deeper, maybe even a darker place Ooh. because, you know, when we can go from fearing the dark 
Yep. We will truly be evolved as a, as a civilization. We yeah. are so afraid of the dark in Absolutely. our culture. And, and true, anything right? that is a little uncomfortable. Yes. Right. Right. You know, and, and to be able to go there and observe it, you know, because we all have it. We all have our angers, our yeah. frustrations, our fears. And, but when we can just embrace it, go into it, and even talk about it, discuss it, mm. see each other's fears. I mean, that's the whole thing that's separating us right here is because we both have fears and we're sitting here thinking that, you know, we don't understand each other, mm. but we do. At a core level, we all understand each other. So it's, right. it's really about walking in. One of the more recent songs I, I wrote is called Finding My Way Home. And the chorus is, as I walk through the fields of darkness, finding my way home, that's why I love my life so, mm-hmm. you know, mm. to be able to go into that space, you yeah. know, because there you truly do feel that bliss and that that high that we all are looking for when we can truly go into that place yeah. and feel the space between it. That's so. awesome. Now, so you guys decided you're going to make like a program out of this. Uh, are you going to become, are you going to create like a big thing, like a Tony Robbins type of thing? Is that where you'd like to be? Well, we, have, we have something called the Brave New World Toolbox. Okay. Which is... Uh, there's a 30 30 day uh, thing right now and it's going to be a year long program by next year okay um, where you use music as conscious anchor for Uh small daily actions that makes your world better and doesn't cost you money you know it doesn't need to be a huge humongous investment every time you want to change a little thing and right. we were talking earlier about drinking water right. in the morning. So a high percentage of people in the U.S. that are diagnosed with depression are actually just dehydrated. Because really? coffee is dehydrating, oh, sodas are dehydrating, um, all the energy, <laughs> energy drink are dehydrating. So if you get up in the morning and you just drink 32 ounces of water... Changed the course of my life. Really? Yeah. How much water? The course of my one life. One liter. One liter that, a day. That one two liter. Th- just two so of these a day. No, no, no. Two of these in the morning. You want more though. than oh, this, two morning. in the morning before right. you do anything. You, okay, so two bottles of water, two like personal bottles of water, like a liter. Yeah, thirty-two a ounces. Thirty-two ounces. Yeah. You know, yeah. and it's it's like I mean, it used to take me hours. To get out of bed. I mean, the haze, the fog. Yeah. To oh, wake yeah. up. I know. Me too. Oh, yeah. yeah. Once I started doing this, I mean, five minutes. It, you just, I just sit at the edge of the bed. I just drink it, and you just—it's like you watch all your cells. Like, thank you, what? thank you, really? thank you. The like, mind shifts. Even you start you don't thinking feel about positive thirsty, things, right? It's just, you don't feel thirsty. Yeah, you but just, you drink it. We're just not trained. Just imagine—you've gone eight hours. You've been under blankets. You sweat. Yeah. You may not feel it in the morning, but you yeah. have sweat through the night. That's you're dehydrated. You're dehydrated. You're dehydrated when you wow. get up. And then wow. what most people do is they go for the coffee because right. they want something to get them out of the haze. Yeah, which the is exactly is what I do. Dehydrating. Water <laughs> is the quickest way, and it's okay. It's now, so but simple. do you have to drink both bottles at the same time? Just sit down slowly and drink right. it. As There's as no it way I you. could. What if, like you, you, you know, you got to be somewhere in a hurry and you can't drink it? Like you just keep. Well, take it with you, but drink, drink it, it. But drink that and first. work on time management. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there you go. And uh, so, folks, we're just about out of time. Go ahead and tell people how they can find out more. Uh, Brave New World. Uh, the time is now. Full moon rising. Let us know how people can contact you if they want to. www.bnwshow.com Okay. There this you go. That's pretty easy to remember, right? Yep. BNWshow.com. And there's all the information here. Uh, 
I yeah, I see just about everything. Yeah. I see you even did uh, a TED talk the and TED stuff, talk right? Is there. Okay, and then okay, okay, Cheryl, I get it. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> she's sticking her she's sticking her finger in my eyes. It's like, okay, I <laughs> we love you, Cheryl. <laughs> <laughs> and you see, you can't separate her from the cameras. I mean, she's like, what is this? You know, <laughs> I you know, it's like I knew it. I told take a lot of pictures in the beginning so you don't have to during the show. But no, yeah. talk to the walls <laughs> because they love to take. It's okay, Cheryl. It's cool. We love you, and keep sending us cool people. Like and that. what she wants to say <laughs> okay, is that yes, we are going to be at the Warner Grand Theater in San Pedro on July 10th, which is a Sunday. So it's going to be fun at 5 p.m., folks. So yeah. if you, they'll give you a reason to go down to San Pedro. Oh There's God. a lot of and this, stuff this show is a uh, it's, it's a culmination. Of, it's the first ever of this, but it's a it's a culmination of all the things that we've talked about. You know, we've got yeah. this, you know, motivational speaking aspect of it. We, we've got this meditative aspect of it. The music is at the core of everything. And it's it's really, um, uh, you know, just diving in these points that we all we all have the ability to create our own. Brave new and it world. is about about and getting good tools in an entertaining kind of way. Yeah, but this, this brave new world, you know, a lot of a lot of times people are like, "Oh, brave new world," you know, they think of the book, right. the Aldous Huxley book, or they think of, "Oh, you know, the kind of the messaging that's going out with brave new world." Our approach is that your brave new world looks different than my brave new world looks different than her brave new world but when we're truly living in our authentic expression of life let's call it the genius realm like why are we here we all have a, something unique that we bring to the table when we truly live in that when we truly stand in that uh-huh. then all the walls of separation competition all these things fall away that's true mm-hmm. and we work together in harmony because everybody has a place yeah you right. know you go to India you, you got a thousand people selling the same thing but everybody's everybody's doing fine and they're doing you know? it side by side by side by side yeah. and if one of them doesn't everybody's have something that you want got the other person will give it to him right. they'll work it out yeah. later so it's not a competition everybody's got yeah. a place yeah like well, uh, folks, if you're just joining us, too bad. <laughs> just the, you just missed, <laughs> you missed the whole out show. A lot of stuff. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Daniel Tyler Ponky and my Segif Ponky, thank you so much for joining thank us. You. Thank you. For you guys us. are a lot of fun. We haven't Fantastic. even touched the surface of everything you've done. So if you want to come back, yeah. you're welcome back yeah, anytime. Happy to. I, I for yeah, one, am going to put this on my calendar. I'd love to come. Yeah. So this is how long is this thing going to be? How long is uh, th- that th- night? Th- that or? event. That event. Sunday night at uh, 5 p.m. 5 p.m. It's yeah. a two and, and a half 10. hour show. Two and a half hour show. Okay. Yeah. That's what I wanted to know. Okay, awesome. Yeah. I can spare the time and I will. <laughs> so I hope to see you <laughs> then, guys. Okay, thanks everybody thank for so listening. Much, you guys. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Of course. Cherie, thank you as always. Uh, and see everybody tomorrow. Bye, you guys. Listening to Sam in the Morning with Cherie right here on LA Talk Radio.